What is going on everyone? Leon checking in and we're at it again with another video. In today's video, we'll be unboxing and performing the initial startup of the Samsung Galaxy Watch 4 Classic. We'll also be talking about device protection. Now the Watch 4 Classic is featured on the Samsung playlist, so you can find information related to this topic quickly and easily. In previous videos, we unboxed and performed the initial startup of the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 and talked cases and holsters. In upcoming videos, we'll be talking about the Galaxy Buds 2 and more about the Watch 4 Classic and the Z Fold 3. I've also included the official Samsung link for the Watch 4 Classic specs, which you can find in the description below. Now, today's video is filmed on the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 and edited on the Google Pixelbook Go using the PowerDirector app from the Google Play Store. This allows us to put all the devices we review through real-world usage so you can see real-world results. As always, we only feature products or services I buy, use, or am interested in. You can also find all these items by clicking on the Amazon storefront link in the description below. Don't have time to watch the whole video? We're now a podcast you can find on multiple platforms by searching for Pixels Cracked. And if you are listening to this on a podcast, you can find the more detailed video and YouTube channel by searching for Pixels Cracked as well. All things said, let's go ahead and get into it. First we have price. The 42mm variant costs $350 while the 46mm variation seen here costs $380. Price may also be less if you have a trade-in, but this is a solid device for the price. It's one of a few devices that ships with the new Wear OS 3 and it's also loaded with tech and health tracking features. So here we are with the unboxing. Packaging is long and slender, unlike other smartwatch boxes which tend to be circular or square. Helpful tip, there's a case strap size tool on the rear of the packaging to check for fitment. First we'll start by cutting the seal tape, which is similar to what is seen on the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 packaging. There's top seal tape and then bottom seal tape. First we'll start by lifting the lid off. First we have the Watch 4 Classic with 20mm standard strap which is medium long in length. In the box lid we also have a packet. Within this packet is the wireless charger and quick reference guide. Again we're working with the 46mm variant which I chose because of the larger display which also features a larger battery. Now the frame of this device is made of stainless steel and has ratings of 5 ATM and IP68. This makes the device dust and water resistant. First we have the rotating bezel which I absolutely love. It rotates smoothly and has click feedback. It also has a faint clicking sound. Next we have two keys on the right side of the unit. The top key is for home and the bottom key for back. The front display is a 1.4 inch Super AMOLED full color always on unit. It also features Cornyn Gorilla Glass DX which is always nice to see. And then we have the rear of the unit and just like other Wear OS devices this is the part of the watch that looks most futuristic. Now in the center of this device is the Samsung Bioactive sensor surrounded by a glossy black field. The rear of the device is where the wireless charger attaches and it's also magnetized. Now when the wireless charger is connected to the Watch 4 Classic, we have a futuristic looking interface on the display. Of course we have the percent of charge in the center, but then we have a white pulsating ring around that number. 
Now, if you're like me, you heard wireless charging and thought, okay, this comes with a wireless proprietary charger, but because it has wireless charging capability, it should also work on a wireless charging pad. And I can tell you, unfortunately, this is not the case. We're thinking way too futuristic here. I was hoping by this time we would have a watch where you could just place it on a wireless charging pad and it would just start. But just like other Wear OS devices, you still have to use that proprietary wireless charger. So let's perform the initial startup. Now, if you have a compatible Samsung phone, the startup should start right on your screen automatically. Now, once this message has appeared, we can tap connect. Now this next screen is going to ask us to allow Galaxy Wearable to access this device's location at certain times and I always tap while using the app. Now the next page is showing that we have an update available for this watch so we're going to tap on update. And it looks like this update is 4.2 megabytes. Now before the screen there was another screen which told us to verify a number that showed up on the watch but the verification was done on our phone. After, we'll download more software. The next page asks if we want to send diagnostic data, and I always tap agree. And then we have a dialog box at the bottom asking if we would like to link the Galaxy Watch 4 plugin with Galaxy Watch 4 Classic, and I'm going to tap OK. And then the next page is asking if we want to allow Galaxy Watch 4 plugin to access our contacts, and I'm going to tap allow. And then the next dialog box is going to ask if we want to allow Galaxy Watch 4 plugin to make and manage phone calls, so we're going to tap allow. The next dialog box is going to ask if we want to allow Galaxy Watch 4 plugin to access our calendar, and again we're going to tap allow. The next dialog box is asking if we want to allow Galaxy Watch 4 plugin to access your phone call logs, and I'm going to tap allow. And then the next dialog box is going to ask us if we want to allow Galaxy Watch 4 plugin to access photos and media on our device. We're going to tap allow. And then we have another dialog box is going to ask us if we want to allow Galaxy Watch 4 plugin to send and view SMS messages. We're going to tap allow again. And then we have Google Terms of Services, which we would read, and then we could agree to by tapping on continue. And then this is just getting Google account info. So next you would sign into your Google account and then there is the option to transfer your Google account to the smartwatch, which is what we're doing right now. Now this next page is similar to what you'll see on a new phone. If you've backed up your previous watch configuration, you can restore it to this new watch here. But as always, I like to start with a brand new setup. It's like a digital cleanse. So I'm going to tap on skip. And while this is finishing up, at the bottom here you have a tips and user manual for the watch if you're interested. And as you can see, we get a confirmation that the watch is all set up on the watch itself. And then we have this screen that opens up with the Galaxy Watch for classic information and basically a guide to how to use it. Now once you've set up your watch, your watch will actually take you through a tutorial. It's really short and simple, easy to do because the watch guides you through it and I actually already performed it. So here we are in the Wear OS app and I wanted to check this app to see if it was set up during the initial setup of the Watch 4 Classic. Now as you can see, it looks like it isn't because we're at the welcome screen here and I'm thinking that the only app that was set up was Samsung's wearable app. So if we tap on agree and continue to the terms of conditions in the Wear OS app, it brings us to this next page where we connect our watch. 
Now, of course, we can't connect the Watch 4 Classic because it's not showing up in this list. And this is a problem. I've been trying to refresh the page, look for help, but it's not working properly. So I'm going to hopefully make a follow-up video to this in the future. So now that we've performed the initial startup, I wanted to review the keys and rotate and bezel a little bit more. So again, you've got that top key, that's the home key, and then the bottom key, which is the back key. And you can press either one of these to turn the display back on. Now that rotating bezel, again, that rotates smoothly. And if we turn it clockwise, we can navigate through all our tiles. Now, if we turn it counterclockwise, it's going to rotate backwards through those tiles. And then we could tap that back key again, and that takes us back to our watch face. Now, if we rotate counterclockwise once more, we can view our notifications. And all this works really well. You can see we have a very smooth operation. Everything seems pretty fast, pretty fluid. If I go a little faster here, we've got pretty good performance. Now returning to the band, it has a very basic black design made of silicone. And this is good because you can use it in more of a business setting or a sport environment. Now when it comes to band comfort, I can honestly say this is one of the most comfortable watch bands I've had. And you can see if I rotate my wrist, it actually turns the display back on and the display looks really nice. It actually doesn't look digital. I'm going to rotate my wrist one more time here. Just to show that off, you can see that the hands rotate really smoothly. This looks really nice. Returning to the watch band, we have removal, which is similar to other Wear OS watch bands. So on each side, we have a little pin here and pushing that pin in one direction will release the watch band and then we can just pull it out and we can swap with another band. And now installing is the reverse. It's a little tricky. You have to hold that pin in. And normally I'll get one side in first, then try to push the pin in, and then I'll try to drop this in. Next we have processor, memory, and storage. Watch 4 Classic features an Exynos W920 dual core 1.18 gigahertz processor. Memory comes in at 1.5 gigabytes of RAM and storage at 16 gigabytes, which is the largest amount of storage I've ever had on a watch. Like previous Wear OS devices, Watch 4 Classic features fitness tracking, which can record over 90 workouts. Now I've used this feature on the Fossil Gen 5e and Moto 360. When they work, they work really well, and when they don't, they just don't. So what we're looking for here is an improvement in consistency, which we will talk about in a future video. Next, we have the Samsung Bioactive Sensor, which again is on the underside of the watch and measures live ECG. Wearables like this are becoming increasingly better at monitoring metrics. This SBS sensor can alert you of an irregular heartbeat or rhythm using an electrical heart sensor and send it to a supported Galaxy phone. Watch 4 Classic can also give the user body composition data through a technology called Bioelectrical Impedance, or BIA for short. Images and information from Samsung indicate this is done by using a finger on each key for 15 seconds. Now we'll be looking to try this out in a future video. Watch 4 Classic also features what Samsung calls advanced sleep monitoring. Now, as you can see on the display here, it says your watch can automatically track your sleep. And this is a nice feature because you don't have to go into an app and start sleep tracking manually. Now, the sleep tracking feature also has the potential to detect sleep stages, check blood O2 levels, and detect snoring. 
And if you are new to wearables, we have GPay, which allows you to pay with your watch at supported retailers. Now this takes a little bit of practice, so I recommend trying it at a retailer when business hours are slow in case it doesn't work right the first time. The learning curve is recognizing terminals and remembering where to place your watch. Once you've learned the process though, it works very well. Next we have the Suman Tempered Glass Film, which you can find at the Amazon storefront link in the description below. The kit comes with four display protectors and also includes alcohol wipes, cleaning cloths, and dust absorbers. It works as you would imagine. We've got a clean install and it looks nice. However, if you're like me, you're still waiting on your case. The case I'm waiting on is the Spigen Rugged Armor Pro, which also comes with a band, and you can find this item at the Amazon storefront link in the description as well. While we wait for full protection though, that leaves the rest of the device exposed to dust and scrapes. A simple hack I've been using on my Wear OS devices is a sweatband for coverage, and we can simply pull this over to protect our device. When it comes to viewing the display, all you have to do is pull the sweatband back and rotate your wrist to view the display. So that is it for today's video. If you enjoyed it and found it useful, please leave a like. If you're watching this on YouTube and have any questions or comments, as always, drop those down below and I'll do my best to answer them. Now, there are three ways you can support the channel and podcast. The first way is to click on the Amazon storefront link in the description below. There you'll find items that I have bought or would like to buy and anything you buy from the storefront does support the content. The next way you can support us is just by sharing this content with someone who might enjoy it or find it useful. And the last way you can show your support is just by clicking the subscribe or follow button. Now liking and subscribing are important. Those are your ways to vote on whether you like the video or the podcast. Liking and subscribing are also important for new viewers and listeners. If new viewers and listeners see likes and subscribers, they're going to think that the content is helpful, worth watching, and listening to. So that is pretty much it. And until next time, Leon, check in out. Yeah.